and welcome back to the second episode of What's the Tea with Extra Music. We're your hosts, Kylie Parm and Charlotte Bosvick. For our second episode, we'll be catching up with UK house duo Proc and Fitch, discussing the hottest news and new music releases in the electronic dance music scene. Get ready for lots of otherworldly news. And lots of champagne. It's been a massive week for David Guetta. In addition to him celebrating a birthday this past week, the French producer has also just been voted the number one DJ in the world, according to the DJ Mag Top 100. Woo! This marks the second time that he has earned the number one spot almost nearly a decade after his first time in 2011. If that wasn't enough, this past weekend he delivered a stellar performance of Let's Love with Ray at the MTV Europe Music Awards in Budapest, where he won the Best Electronic Award. He is literally on fire right now. To commemorate this monumental weekend of his career, David Guetta shared, I owe everything to my fans. Whatever the future brings, I'll be there, ready to soundtrack the party, and I hope you will too. Click below to watch his epic live performance at the MTV EMAs. Congrats, David. Woo! DJ Mag has joined together with Beatport for the third year in a row to compile a list of the top house and techno DJs. Although the main DJ Mag Top 100 poll consists of mostly EDM and trance artists, this alternative list spotlights the top house and techno acts in the industry. We are thrilled to see five women being recognized in the top 10, including Charlotte DeWitt, Emily Lenz, Nina Kravis, Peggy Goo, and Nora Impure. Click below to see the rest of the list. Over the past years, Sam Blackie and Akali were seemingly one of the happiest couples in the EDM sphere. However, about a month ago, Sam Blackie released a domestic abuse statement against Akali and turmoil ensued. Shortly after, Akali came forward, released his own statement about the accusations, saying that they were false. The breakup appeared to be very tumultuous, with a lot of fans speaking out after the initial statements. Just recently, the pair delivered a new joint statement that said both of them have decided to move forward with their own lives amicably. Although their relationship was described as toxic from both parties, it appears that Ekali and Sam Blackie have decided to put the past behind them and move forward with their own lives. Probably for the best. We'll just be here sipping our tea. <laughs> Marshmallow certainly wasn't shy about showing off his modified Ford Raptor after <laughs> purchasing it last year. Dubbed the Hennessy Velociraptor, the car was apprehended from the service area at a dealership after being dropped off for maintenance last week. Uh-oh. <laughs> the suspect proceeded to take the truck on a joyride in LA, lol, before the police finally pursued the suspect. The truck was missing for several hours. The suspect is now in custody and Marshmallow has not provided a statement at this time. <laughs> new Music Friday is officially our favorite day of the week at Xron Music. We're obsessed with finding the hottest new tunes to share with all of you. And you can find the top picks on our Spotify and SoundCloud pages. Now let's talk about some of the freshest tunes coming out this week. Alice in Wonderland, a crowd favorite, and Valentino Khan, besties, have joined forces for a new atmospheric single called Anything. Afrojack relaunches his original Capuchon alias with brand new single 10 years later. Time flies. <laughs> Troy Boy, one of our personal favorites, is back with a new single called Mother Africa after completely and mysteriously wiping his Instagram. Electronic music titan Deadmau5 our king, teams up with Chiesa and hypnotizing new single Bridge by a Lightwave, and it is a tribute to the old Deadmau5. And I'm wearing the mouse today in celebration. Showtech recruits Mexican superstar Belinda and Venezuelan pop star Nacho for a new heater called Una Mamacita. 
For those of you who don't already know, we host an Exron exclusive guest mix series via SoundCloud. These mixes feature a wide range of artists who are making their mark on the dance music scene and have released some amazing music recently. Our most recent guest mix comes from Florit Laura, a blossoming Floridian producer who is growing a new style of bass music by combining darker experimental styles with a melodic sway. Growing up, Fernando Lorette de Mola was inspired by his father's ability to grow anything in the garden. Lorette has garnered these skills and transferred them into his music career by giving love, time, and energy into his creations. Florit Lorette has collaborated with some major bass giants, including Zed's Dead, G. Jones, Epram, and Minnesota. His most recent Prosper EP was just released via Bass Rush Records on November 6th, and now you can catch Florit Lord as a 21st installment of the Extron exclusive guest mix series. Woo! Now let's talk about some albums that are currently in the works right now. Most of the time, full-length albums are artists' best pieces of work due to the time, energy, and dedication that go into the production. Some artists spend literal years creating albums, so we want to make sure we give recognition to some upcoming projects we're excited about. In a recent tweet, Rufus DeSoul mentioned that yes, we are working on a new album working on it every day. Thank you for waiting. It's been just over two years since the trio released their Grammy-nominated Solace album. Since then, they have delivered a stellar Solace remix album and an unforgettable live performance of the album at Joshua Tree in California. No more details have been revealed at this time, but we have no doubt that the next studio album will be equally as breathtaking. For sure. Although there are no concrete details at this time, Skrillex recently revealed that he is working on a main body of work after releasing a surprise single on SoundCloud that was amazing. His iconic catalog of music features unstoppable collaborations in addition to his own creations, and we can't wait to see what he has next up his sleeve. Several rumors have also been circulating that he's been recently spotted in the studio with Justin Bieber. Baby, baby. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for a refill. <laughs> board up, board up. Tra trap remix. <laughs> After recently signing to Atlantic Records and welcoming a new baby, Tiesto has just recently revealed that a new album is in the works with the label. He shared with Zane Lowe from Apple Music that he feels like he needs the backing of a major label to deliver the kind of successful tracks that he is known for. Although he will continue to grow his musical freedom imprint, he feels as though Atlantic can deliver his music on the scale that he needs. Congrats, Tiesto. Drum roll, please. <laughs> now, without further ado, it's time for our exclusive interview with UK house duo Proc and Fitch. They are best known for their addictive house blend and infectious stage energy. Most recently, they made their Hot Creations debut with the two-track EPTs. Take a look. How are you guys? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm excited to chat with you today. Yeah, thanks for meeting with us. Yeah, my name is Kylie. I'm Charlotte, and we're the owners of Extron Music. Ben James. Nice, nice to meet you. you. So we're just going to get started with a few questions. Sure. How did you guys originally get started with music, and what made you decide to move forward with a duo? Can we go first? Okay, uh, yes, I got, um, I got into it through uh, parties, through putting on parties uh, and raves back in England. Mm -hmm. um, then started going to a club when I was about 15. So started young, got really? put into uh, house music, house and techno from that age. Um, didn't start DJing till kind of mid-twenties. 
but so yes it came from a party background very much and then uh, I used to live in Madrid uh, when I was a kid um, I wasn't old enough to go to clubs but my brother used to go to Pasha all the time and he'd bring home these <laughs> like cassette tapes that the DJ had made and I'd like steal them out of the bedroom and listen to them and I just got hooked on the music then and I just knew that, that all I wanted to do was to DJ so I think I bought my first decks when I was about 14 oh, no. and then um, just sort of threw myself into it spent all my pocket money on records sweet and, money yeah so <laughs> <laughs> uh, started going to clubs as, as soon as I could really and then I moved to Brighton and Ben used to work in a in a record shop and uh, we met in there and he had an idea for a track and they'd been selling like a record that I'd made in the shop and he knew I produced music and he was like oh, I've got this idea for a track what do you think um, got in the studio, made it, literally signed it as soon as we'd finished it um, to uh, Roger Sanchez's label. This is going back like quite a long way and he kind of uh, championed us and, you know, put a lot of energy into to, to building us up and, yeah, we got involved in the label and it kind of went from there, really. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so um, do you think that like being from Brighton or, you know, Madrid or just in Europe in general um, has influenced your sound or has like living near London influenced your uh, idea to produce house? Yeah definitely like the time that we kind of both grew up you know it, it, when we were in our youth was uh, in when we were in the um, in the 90s and house music was huge then and the whole that's when they legalized the whole rave culture and clubbing just became this huge part of our like of our culture basically and there was uh yeah lots of changes that happened during that period of time and if you were old enough to go clubbing then and you were into the music then i think there's a lot of us that still are heavily inspired by that sound because it's just such a big part of our lives yeah yeah for sure the 90s that it's a time that i wish i could have experienced house music <laughs> <laughs> Um, so obviously you've both been producing together for some quite some time now. Um, how do you think your music has evolved over the years and are you surprised about the route your career has taken? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely evolved over the years. We've dabbled in some, some, some music that we aren't too proud of now. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to find your feet. It takes such a long time to uh, to find your sound really you yeah. know you just keep especially with two people we've got slightly different tastes and um you just we're just trying ideas all the time trying new stuff trying new stuff and yeah. i'd say the last three four years yeah specifically last two years i think we've we've kind of nailed it from our perspective so uh, obviously always learning and always improving but it's taken a, a long time to to get to uh, where we are and we've always been influenced by whatever's been happening, you know, without jumping on any trends, we've kind of always tried to stay away from jumping on any bandwagons, but mm -hmm. be influenced by things that have been going on. And I think what happened with us, with our first record, getting so much heat straight away is that we were kind of straight away pushed into, you know, this is what we want you to make and labels saying, we want to remix like this. And rather than just say, no, this is what we're going to make, you know, your, your childhood dream comes true. And all of a sudden you'll do remix for these people that, you know, being your idols and yeah. you know, they're giving you like a steer and you're just happy to be playing in the yeah. and stuff. And I think that was maybe a mistake that we made looking back is, um, you know, we didn't have management straight away or anything like that. We self-managed for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. And I think just take saying yes to everything yeah. was maybe, you know, in hindsight, a bit of a mistake. And we've had to work hard to, you know, to kind of really cement who we are and where we're going. Yeah. yeah. But hey, it worked out, you know, in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah, has finally. a different path of getting there. Um, okay, so how have you both handled the quarantine? Do you think it's helped uh, your music or have you found it difficult to focus with so much going on? It definitely helped our music, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, we were touring so much in, in, in the US so much that, you know, we'd, we'd get home on a, you know, on a Monday, just recover on Tuesday, be in the studio on Wednesday and Thursday and then fly back out to the States again on Friday. And those two days in the studio were always catching up on stuff and feeling pressure to try and make music rather yeah. than just being able to sit here and have time to experiment and try different things and lockdowns really allowed us to just not have to make music we've just been making stuff that we love like we don't have to put everything out and yeah. we've experimented with some some bits and pieces and we're lucky because we've remained pretty inspired haven't we yeah yeah, whole, yeah. Whereas there's That's like mates of ours that have just like made no music Mm-hmm. and just haven't had any inspiration or, or desire to be in the studio at all. But we've been the opposite. I think we've probably got enough music now to last us till the end of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. That's really That's awesome. Great. Some time, some downtime, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And feel and feeling fresh as well, not jet lags. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 been really, it's been really positive on the music sort of side for us. Yeah. Awesome. Um, your massive single Sheeple from 2016 were at the number one spot um, on the Beatport charts for over 16 weeks. How does it feel to have touched so many people with your music and what do you think about this track was so appealing to audiences? Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's a special thing. I mean, we'd never even dreamt about working with Green Velvet before and we, uh, we, I think the offer came, there's a last minute offer came in to play his party in, um, in Los Angeles um, and this was only probably two months before Sheeple came out. We flew over there, um, spent the night with him, had a good laugh, had quite a bit to drink <laughs> and as soon as we got back, it was literally two days after that, we, we thought, oh, you know what, let's work together. So we wrote Sheeple very, very quickly, um, sent it over to him, he put the magic on and kind of came out, what, within really soon as well, yeah. didn't it? Because within a month of doing the gig, the track was already out. Wow. One. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's literally like that. He, he's, a, he's a great guy, you know. Um, he's, there's, there's no surprise he's been around for as long as he has and respected by so many people. He's, he's a true talent and to get to work with someone like him is, is amazing. Yeah, so talented for sure. But that that song is amazing. <laughs> We're Thank big you. fans. <laughs> it's great that it happens so organically and so quickly too. Yeah, it's, you know what? It's probably the quickest record we've ever wrote. Like yeah. we literally a couple of hours and it was done. And uh, like sometimes that's how it is. It's like the magic yeah. that happens, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Tease our, our track on Hot Creations was exactly the same. Like that was just fiddling around, you know found a couple of things we liked and sent it over to the vocalist. He just knocked it out straight away and that was it, it was done, you know? Yeah, that's great, I love it. Um, so speaking of Hot Creations, <laughs> um, you just made your debut there with your two track tease EP. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the creative process behind this EP and what it was like to work with Kyozo? Yeah, so we, we've always like struggled to find um, vocalists 
because uh, we're, we're quite we've always just wanted to, to work with people that are a bit different and not your typical like diva vocal or someone yeah. that's just been used by everyone which happens a lot in house music you know as yeah. soon as someone has a record that's successful everyone just rinses it dry you know and we we uh, found this discovered this guy on uh, soundcloud um just through a mutual friend and um, heard his voice and were like, you know, he'd asked us to remix one of his records and we were like, rather than remix something, why don't we just do something original? Mm. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. We we sent him the beats and the bass line to tease and he literally sent it back within a couple of hours. Wow. And we were like, wow, this is cool. So we got him into the studio, recorded like another hook that's in the middle of the track so to kind of beef it up a little bit more and and give it a little bit more, more magic. And... Uh, yeah, and, and that was it, like, it, it was done. And, and you know, it's one of the records I think we probably played for longest before it's been released. Yeah, yeah. As we finished it just over a year ago oh. and um, gave it to Jamie and he played it at ADE last year. And then they just started, this hype started building on it. And there was you know, um, Instagram pages with people just trying to find out what this record was. And <laughs> we just kept quiet because... Uh, you know, we just wanted to allow the record to organically build build some hype. And yeah, it's, it's worked out really well. And then he wanted a B-side. So we worked on a few different ideas. Smack was something that we'd finished, but we hadn't really tested so much. And um, sent, him, sent him that just because we thought oh, we might as well send him everything we've got. And he really liked that. And it, and it complements the other track really well. So Okay. Uh, nice together. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, a side question. Um, so just curious, if you make a song and then you wait about a year to put it out, what is the reasoning behind that? Is it to like build hype or, you know? So we, we already had quite a busy release schedule and okay. Hot Creation stuff gets quite backed up as well. And they were like Jamie's, I think from our experience, he seems to like to sit on records for a bit and have the record exclusively to play and okay. that's yeah. amazing to have a DJ of you mm -hmm. know his caliber just playing a record that no one else has got and yeah. you know it's good for him and it's good for the artist and the label because you're just building this hype that no one knows about this record because no one else has got it so yeah um, everyone's like who made this song <laughs> like, yeah. yeah and it's quite an old school way of producing music but if you've got a DJ as, as big as that behind it and supporting it then it's the best promo in the world because these videos just start cropping up everywhere and yep. no one knows what any of these records are. So absolutely, yeah, it, it worked really well. But I mean, we didn't plan for it to come out so late, but it was meant, it was meant to be August, wasn't it? Yeah. But because um, of the whole COVID thing, kind of we thought it would be would have blown over by October. But <laughs> how long we could be? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Well, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> and, and for us as well, another another thing on that is if, if we can make a record that a year later is still sounds as current as, you know, as the day it was made, then that's our aim as producers is to make timeless music that Unless doesn't become like, part yeah. of any like fad or anything. For sure. So before the TZP came out, uh, you had a massive releases this year on Repopulate Mars, Solid Grooves, and a couple others. Um, how do you hope these recent releases this year have resonated with fans with such a weird year that we're going through? I mean, it should. this should have been our, bi our biggest year to date, to be honest. The yeah. releases have all just, just steadily gone like this. Yeah. On the right labels, what labels we've been working towards releasing on for a long time. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the feedback's been amazing from the fans. Yeah. We've always kind of gotten well with our fans. and um, But yeah, I'd, I'd say particularly Indians and Tees, um, yeah, it's been overwhelming. Yeah. We're just gutted the clubs are shut because it yeah. would have, you know, we kind of feel like it would have been a whole different ball game, really, had, you know, <laughs> things like Shazam and Ibiza and, you know, yep. all those things in the mix just mm, can, can make your profile skyrocket, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll come soon. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, so you guys seem to have a lot of fun at your performances, obviously pre-COVID. Um, you like to engage with the crowd and you seem to keep things very lively. Uh, so what's the overall vibe that you like to evoke while you're playing? I think, again, going back to coming back from the 90s, like the house music's all about having a good time, you know, and I think we've always tried to make our music reflect who we are but have an element of fun to it as well yeah um still sticking to our sound but you know also have certain moments party moments throughout our sets that yeah. people can take away with them and remember you know for sure yeah i love it um so do you have any advice or wisdom for aspiring producers that are trying to find their footing in the dance music industry yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, be original as possible. Um, you need to kind of develop your own sound, find something unique, make something you love, and, and stick to your guns. We didn't, and it's taken us a long way to get here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's I love great. it. Perfect. Um, so we're so excited to hear what's next from Proc and Fitch. Um, do you have any news that you can share with us at this time? So we've obviously, yeah, we've, we've got loads of stuff finished. We've signed um, quite a few bits, um, something to uh, Hot Sense 82's label, um, Knee Deep and Sound, um, a label called Circus as well, like a UK label. And they're all labels we've always wanted to have music on and now just seems to be a, a great time for us to be connecting with these labels and they're, they're loving the music. So um, they're the, going to be the next few releases. But we've also just got like a stack of, Actually, no, the next release is a collab with Green yeah, Velvet, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So ah, we've got a Green Velvet. That <laughs> uh, should be out before the end of the year. Um, yeah, and then those other two tracks afterwards, the collab with Curtis will be out on uh, relief. And then um, we've just, yeah, we've got like a stack of records that we finished that we just haven't sent to anyone yet. So a few collabs and, yeah, we're just going to kind of wait and see what happens really. And keep going back to them and obsessively changing hi-hats and <laughs> kick drums and stuff. <laughs> well, we're so excited to hear it and we can't wait till we can all return and listen to your music live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for talking to us. No, my pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. If you need anything else, just give us a shout, all right? Absolutely. Take care. Cool. Rest of your day. Thank you, later. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for coming back for more tea with extra music. We are so excited to continue to bring you more music news with our What's the Tea series. Let us know what you think in the comments and don't forget to swipe up to subscribe. Woo!